evidence. They are non-human beings. Oh, yeah? Journalist named Jaime Musan. My name is Jaime Mous. So proportion of the body was very similar to ours. It is absolutely authentic hand. Corpses oh. of two alleged extraterrestrials were unveiled for all to see. Welcome back to part two of going in and understanding these aliens of Peru. This is the master of none, and we will be doing a deep dive on certain topics today. Ones that could unveil this mystery and provide better insight into what's going on. Is this a different species of living creature? Or what are the telltale signs and what are the clues? So let's get into it. So if you listen to part one, you you know, I talked a little bit about the, the Tomb Raider culture, Plaqueros, known in Peru, talked about the Ministry of Culture within Peru and kind of getting into this motley crew of investigators who are providing inside information to, into what's going on. Now, I think what's really interesting about this story is if this is a real type of phenomenon, how crazy would it be that this is the group that discovered it? Now, a lot of naysayers are saying it's not true, but what's so interesting about if you found an ancient UFO from a thousand years ago, what would it take for you to think it's real? And, and what, what science would need to be done is really the question. And we find it because we always come back to this question like it's a hoax. I'm looking at secondary information. I'm looking at videos. I'm reading articles. I'm not touching it. So I'm providing insight based on secondary information. But I think I do a good job of providing it in a way where you as the listener can come up with your own breakdown of what you think it is. Is it hoax? Is it real? Things of that nature. And today I'm going to be getting into one of the aliens. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I revealed what I was thinking there. One of the potential bodies in the information that was created by it. Now, yesterday, I, I broke down how we had a situation where the, the Ministry of Cultural Affairs in Peru didn't want to investigate it, so this motley crew, including Tarifa Hamin and, and Jaime Massan and the Gaia journalist groups and scientists from all over the world and other Russian scientists is a part of it. So they're looking and they're determining what's real, and I want to go ahead and start playing a video and providing some insight so you can get kind of the, 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 the concept of it. Remember, this took place back in 2017. It was prepared mummy. The size of this humanoid was 168 centimeters. It's practically my size, a little bit shorter. So it means that this was a person who was walking, as we do, uh, who was able to move hands, as we have, with long legs, so proportion of the body was very similar to ours. It is absolutely authentic hand with three long fingers, very long. The three fingers is a characteristic that makes it unique and unforgettable. And that is what exactly makes us think that this does not belong to a human species. So whenever we dissect this whole concept of the three fingers within this documentary, they do some analysis and they provide what's going on through x-rays, but I, I really want to make this really understood. A Huacero found these aliens in a cave in Peru in the Nazca region close to it. 
This Wakero has been taking tombs its whole life and in, in flipping a profit. Now, a buddy of him was affiliated or someone who knows Marco. This is from the Ministry of Peru. Indicated that these three fingers may have been made before in a um, warehouse in Nazca. So, whenever we approach this story, I really want to put that out there because I think it's important. This Gaia Research documentary looks at a lot of different points whenever they're getting into this 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 corpse they're talking about they named it marie now what's really interesting about marie in my opinion is marie is five six now five six is really pretty tall for for someone of indigenous nature especially a woman so whenever we think about that it's really important to understand that the height is actually pretty incredible and the fact that it's a, a woman could indicate that if this is a real alien or things like that, it could be taller. But there's different analysis that goes into this particular creature. So one thing they did that was really interesting is they took the skeletal remains, not the remains, but the photo, the photo of it, and they took it to a hospital in Denver, where 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 an a doctor there provided some analysis of the a pictures. Good thing for this because they were going to be extremely hard to reproduce. Uh, so I think we'll be able to tell if these are truly authentic bones. Looking at this skeleton, obviously we have a fairly humanoid looking bone. We've got the eyes that are facing forward. We've got the mandible with, you can see rows of teeth, uh, both above and below. The shape of the skull is interesting. Um, it's very elongated, an atypical appearance of a human skull like you and I know. Uh, looking at the rest of the skeleton, we have a thoracic spine that's holding the ribs or your rib cage of the chest. All of that looks very humanoid as well. Um, femurs, we have the tibia and the fibula. All of that is pretty typical. And then even in the forearm here, you have bones called the radius and the ulna. Now what's, what's interesting here is we see there is a collection of bones here. This is called the carpus of the wrist. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a typical appearance, but as we move outward, we're seeing really three distinct fingers, which is fascinating. The skull, I don't see any suture lines. There's no, there's no bones that are separate in the skull. They all appear fused. So this appears to be a solid, uh, solid structure. In the hand, coming from the carpus, not only do we see three so whenever you hear three. whenever you hear that it's really hard not to think what what is this you know i think probably you're hearing a doctor someone who studies skeletons takes cat stands they're all every day and they're looking at it and they're saying that there is some type of validity within this skeletal structure it looks human now they're they're looking at everything including the three fingers and the three toes if you haven't seen it on my instagram it's a pretty remarkable video because it looks like a normal skeleton it's hunched over and it's encased in this white dust and they're, they're taking this information to researchers around the world mind you this is the same cave where um i think it's i always forget her name jasmine i don't call her jasmine or whatever in alberto the two little aliens we saw on mexican tv were found and that's what's adding more interest to the story. It's like, how can you look at this skeleton, determine if it's real or not? Now, there's also other tests that take place, and one of them is carbidating to determine what time and place 
this was actually found, like how long it's been there, possibly. The team still ponders the recent findings of the carbon-14 data. The results state that the body has been dated between 245 and 410 So the reason why this, this time period is so interesting is that it coincides with what was going on within the Nazca region. That, that is kind of at its height and it's prime that they found this body that was mummified with three fingers, three toes, looking human in nature, but not having ears and having a large cranium. Now, there's no sutures within the cranium. It's all one actual skull. That's what the doctor said. So now whenever we look at the data, here's what we're determining. You have somebody looking at the skeleton structure saying, hey, this looks humanoid, but there's some strange peculiarities with it, three fingers and three toes. Next, you have the carbon dating indicating the time period when the Nazca region was in its prime. So those are two points that are super interesting. And I think another fact that could potentially add validity or some type of mystery is what they found the actual bodies encased in. If you haven't seen it, it's this white powder. Now, this white powder is very, very interesting because of what it potentially offers. Now, whenever they tested it, they determined that it's diatinaceous earth, which I don't know if you're familiar with that, but that is the white substance that you know you use to... Uh, scare bugs away sometimes people call it in for cockroaches things like that and, and it can it can happen natural within nature now this is actually found in the cave where whenever we're looking at these bodies so these bodies were encapsulated in diatinaceous earth that's why potentially there was no insects eating it and that goes back to the question was it mummified or not now the caves they were found in was just a regular cave that mario took them to within this documentary and it really prompts a lot of interesting questions because how did it get there? Uh, diatinaceous earth is actually found within Peru. It's found in other North American countries, and, it, and it's happening naturally. So it's a natural element that happens in the Nazca region. You look at the time period, you look at those things, and what gets really interesting is what is the deal with the three fingers and the three toes? That seems to be the biggest clue because what if there was a Tomb Raider that just took a body that they dug in the grave and they put these three fingers and these three toes on them and they're trying to sell them in order to make profit. And I think that's really what this team is trying to determine. So whenever we think about this team, they're trying to figure out if this is a hoax or not. And they're looking at the research, they're looking at the information, and this is what the data is telling us. Samples taken from the different areas of Maria's body, especially the feet, hands, pelvis, and under the arm were analyzed by DNA tests at the University of St. Petersburg. The tests connected the tissues from all these areas to the same body. It disproved the theory of some Peruvian archaeologists that it was a body built with parts of different creatures. The test also revealed something very interesting. Please tell me. What progress have you made to analyze our specimens? We have carried out an elemental analysis of these specimens. And generally speaking, the data that we received allows us to make a conclusion that it is an ordinary set of elements, except for cadmium. We have found cadmium chloride on the surface of these specimens. Actually, the specimens were obviously covered with cadmium chloride and so there are these are the little clues: the cadmium chloride and the diatinaceous earth. Why are we talking about it? Well, whenever we look at the Nazca region, what we have to understand is it never rains there. So things that could potentially be set out or have um, been exposed would last longer. If you look at a lot of the Nazca lines, that's why they've lasted so long. Now, cadmium is a very interesting thing, and it, it happens a lot in Peru. 
back in 2017, there was an issue with it affecting their cacao. Now, Peru is probably one of the second largest manufacturers of cacao, about 90,000 families um, created, and that's what's used to create chocolate, as well as Ecuador. It goes back past the Incan Empire, and there's a lot of legend about um, cacao within the culture, etc. Cadmium is where it's really interesting, because generally they're saying in this documentary it's created by a well um, established government but what's really interesting is cadmium which if i'm reading it right it's c-a-d-e-c-a-d-m-i-u-m what the article i've read before is saying it occurs naturally within certain environments within peru within the earth crust found in minerals such as copper and zinc those are very big minerals within peru so Whenever we look at the cave that Marco is saying that these bodies were found in, like Marie, um, it's really important to understand what are the clues within the cave. Now, whenever you look at the cave, it has diatomaceous earth. There's a lot of things like that that are going on. They're even they're even testing um, the diatomaceous of the earth. It's the same as on the body, so it looks like the bodies are actually found in this small little cave. The only thing that's crazy is how could, if you look at the cave, it's it's very close to the surface. The only question I have is. How could it sit there for thousands of years? Whenever you think about it, it's relatively close to the surface. Now, we know it doesn't rain ever in the Nazca region. It's very dry. There's not a lot of animals there. If this if this UFO, this body is actually covered in diatomaceous earth, it could last that long, and the cadmium, cadmium, candium could actually be used as well to preserve it. So creating this perfect little environment is stored as what if. Now, whenever we look at all these doctors, all these researchers, they're all saying that it's it's a, it's one cellular organ. It wasn't created by other things, and that's what potentially created the three fingers and the three feet. Now, the ministry in Peru think that potentially there could be a birth defect. Now, where it gets really interesting, if we look at Maria as a whole, she has no ears at all in a bigger cranium, and those things are what really adds the concept, is this a different species? Because you've heard all the research. I, I really went through the documentary and cut out some of the most interesting data points as it relates to Marie. You know, you look at the DNA too. What they determine is 70% of the DNA doesn't match any genome database. So it kind of prompts it, what is it? So that's the question is, is like, how could this be a hoax? I'm not saying it's not a hoax, but it would be one of the best hoax. You have a whole documentary series looking into it. You have multiple researchers taking a look at it, and they're all coming back with the same conclusion that it could potentially be not human. How could someone like Marco, who is a Tomb Raider, find someone, actually make tissue that could be tested? Chemicals, what knowing what chemicals could potentially um, sustain it, or stuff like diatomaceous earth, that's where it's really interesting to me. you know. And that's where this mystery gets me. And this is just part two. I'm going to do a couple more parts, but... I really wanted to lay this out so you could better understand the science and understand that there's science actually being done or was done back in 2017 for these. So thank you so much, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.